To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by PB and Joey. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for more information. Also, stay tuned August 1st. Any orders over $35 or more, free shipping. pbandjoey.com for more information. That's pbandjoey.com. trying to get crazy with this thing. Don't you know I'm local? That's not a mason jar. That's a peanut butter jar. That is a peanut butter jar. It's PB and Joe. Stay here, positive sarcasm.com. Find me on Twitter uh, at POS Sarcasm. At least for now, I'm really thinking about deleting it. It's really serving me no purpose at this point. Fuck this shit. Uh, but you can find me on Instagram and Facebook.com slash positive sarcasm. Minds, minds.com. I'm also on Reddit. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, Johnny Monotone's in the studio again, chilling out, and he's got to be somewhere, somewhere for some reason, somehow. Getting a check for... Uh, yeah, you're, you're not getting a check for anything. I'm not getting... I'm just going to be there. Mm. It's like this morning, I went to jail, but it wasn't... For, you were just visiting. You know, just, you yeah. The, you were on the Monopoly board, but you were just Yeah, visiting. they didn't even let me in. Yeah, of course. You know. They don't want you there. No. <laughs> nope. You can't go home, but you can't stay here. Yeah, they have, um, they have better things to do. I don't care about the James Bond lady thing. I don't give a shit. I think it's stupid, but that's pretty much all I want to say about it. I just want to talk about fucking aliens. I've been a, I've been a fan of like alien stuff ever since I was a kid. Oh yeah. The movies got me. Um, not so much the first one, but the second one. But the, the the movies got me interested. The UFO shit got me interested. The Holy Roswell, New Mexico. Just the idea of quite possibly not being alone, or there being some type of entity out there that we are not aware of. That maybe stops in from time to time and leaves us cookies and milk. It's <laughs> it's the weirdest. There is no other bigger question in the universe than are we alone? If so, what does it look like? Whether it's a higher power, or an, another realm filled with superheroes, or if it is literally just another colony of humanoids. It's We all think about it. We all look. When we were kids. We all looked up in the stars. And we were wondering what dan- kind of dance party is going on up there. And yeah, obviously this is in, in light of the biggest, probably the biggest news story um, that doesn't have to do with politics right now. It's the fact that, first of all, the idea about this. This there is a post right now by, of all names, uh, hosted by shit posting because I'm in shambles. That's his. That's his Facebook name. <laughs> Bless him. Bless his heart. So, how are we doing on the lane? We look pretty good there. So, he posted a thing called, uh, on September 20th, Storm Area 51. They can't stop all of us. You guys know about it by now. You've read about it. You've probably even clicked interested or going. It was originally at around 400,000 people clicking interested or going. No, 400,000 people clicking going. It's now at about 1.4 million, saying that they're, they're going to Area 51 to storm Area 51. Now, number one, you're saying that you're going to storm, and then obviously it is a joke. It is a joke. The guy says it's a joke. He does this all the time. He does. He has one for storm the White House. He has one for storm the Capitol building, storm the Federal Reserve, which is probably impossible. Um, you could. You're more than likely to. You're more likely to be able to storm the White House than you are to storm Area 51. Oh yeah, people climbed the wall and walked right in. Or right, it's been it's been proven. Yeah. Um, Wouldn't recommend it. It's not recommended. It's, no, no, it's not recommended. The thing is, though, th- you're you're posting something called Storm Area 51. This is a federal facility. You're basically inciting a riot within a federal facility. I right. know it's a joke, but why are other people getting taken off of Facebook or Twitter or Instagram for whatever they say or do? And yet, this thing that talks about storming a, a, a military facility... Still is on Facebook, and it has over 1.4 million going signatures on it. And it talks about strategy and stuff. How is that allowed? Well, stop and think about this. Because free speech they were, is one thing until it's incitement. They were on, uh, not Zuckerberg, but one of his henchmen was on uh, Bloomberg. And he was talking about Libra. And the government was basically telling him, we don't want you to do this. We don't need, we, maybe, it, maybe do a little test run or something. But we don't want you to do this because money is supposed to be controlled by the government. And and she said something which was hilarious. Something that's the effect of the government that's accountable to the people. Like, are you kidding me? We're 21 trillion in debt. To say the least of all the other things that they're not the least bit accountable to the American people. Come on. 
Well, this is this this is common sense that we're talking about here. We we and first of all, we get it. The idea of it is but they just got slapped with a five billion dollar fine, which is like peanuts to Facebook. But so Facebook is glad to have this on. It's good controversy for them, and it's not really political. It's a it's us against the government, not not against the. You know, Republican I don't know what, side I don't know of the government what it is. I'm just Democrat surprised. Side, it's, the idea that he has other ones like this where other 4,000 people are going, it's, it's interesting to me. Right. But the idea of this pretty much got going when Joe Rogan had Bob Lazar on. And Bob Lazar, oh, talked, yeah. and Bob Lazar talked about um, it's an area south of Area 51 because Area 51 is like when people talk about Auschwitz, it's Auschwitz-Birkenau. Auschwitz was a giant complex that had several other camps on it and one of well, excuse me one of them was Birkenau now obviously we're talking about two different things we're talking about military and next level technology and then we're talking about the death of 12 million Jews but the idea is when they talk about area when they talk about Auschwitz it's Auschwitz Birkenau when right. they talk about area 51 it's area 51 and it's of additional facilities Bob Lazar worked in a or claims to have worked in a facility called S4 or S12. One of the it's an S facility yes. that is south of Area 51. He said he goes do he posted and Joe Rogan reposted it. Do not go to Area 51 because you will not find any alien technology there. He goes there are none there. It's for military testing. It's a live training facility. Right. He said the alien technology that I supposedly worked on was south of there. Now that was 30 years ago. So we don't know if it's still there. And plus, you think we're just going to leave it under a fucking tarp like it's an old Camaro with rusted bumpers on it? Dude, it, you it could be you a NORAD the, for this point. If you got the Cadillac yeah. of spaceships, all right, and you got nine of them in a row, you're going to put them in a nice little heated garage, probably with a, with a little, you know, with a little deadbolt lock on the bottom so nobody can get in. Oh, yeah. And you may have about 10 to 15,000 troops with live fire. Just hanging around just in case somebody wants to jack your fucking El Dorado. Uh, with so, and I, I wanted, I talked about this with my buddy Bobby. And I think they're hidden under the Denver airport. Um, so there's a there's a lot of weird controversy about the Denver airport and the paintings they have on the wall. And yeah, it dude, it's Colorado. There's a lot of trippy shit. It's in crazy. Colorado. Yeah, but this was before they legalized pot. <laughs> well, you have to understand, Colorado is in some of the rural areas where there are missile facilities, there are right. silo facilities that are either retired or still active. Yeah. So out there in the Midwest and like Mo- Midwest or in the West, like Montana, Idaho, uh, probably even Colorado, I think there are live fire sites. And um, it wouldn't surprise me if some of them are even near airports. Why? Why not? I mean, if you want to protect major metropolitan airports, true, you, it would make sense, right? Sure. But this is a little more to the supernatural because we obviously the first um, sighting per se was in the 1940s, a place called Roswell, New Mexico. Right. Now the actual, they claimed the bodies were pig- kidnapped. I think it was just a weather balloon, but they claimed the bodies were taken. The spaceship was taken. And moved to a facility in Nevada, known as Area 51. And from there, they used the technology to work on. And these are just the the mythical fairy tales. This informa- these beings and this technology, these ships were used to create some of the technology that we have today, which is just kind of a a, um, a paraphrasing or just a, a spitting of what is that what actually took place and the history behind it. And there have been multiple sightings. Apparently, there was one over L.A., which caused a massive firestorm. Um, there were uh, there's been millions of facilities. A lot of Air Force pilots have spotted sightings about things moving within a matter of seconds. We're off on one side of oh the yeah, and one of them to another. Supposedly has like a beam that's coming out of right. it. And, yeah. Uh, but the idea behind this raid. Now, number one, is it possible? No, no, I don't think it is. Let's say okay, if you have one. 1.4 million civilians heading towards a facility, a military air, a military airbase, which we know is there. We can see it on Google Maps. Right. First of all, how are you going to get there without getting caught, without being noticed? You're going to take a plane? No. No. If they, if if the government sees an uptick in Southwest Airlines, they borrow all the to, migrants buses that come from Mexico. Yeah, borrow so, the borrow their buses. <laughs> so how many? You're going to see an increase in activity heading just before September. That was like triple the number of people went to Woodstock. How many people went to Woodstock? It was more like half a million or just under. I don't have to Google that one. It's a decent amount. Actually, I duck, duck, go. I don't like Google. 
I use DuckDuckGo on some of yeah. my accounts. Google's just like... Well, yeah, obviously there's the myth behind it. But um, you can use DuckDuckGo. Yeah. Or you can use Bing. Uh, it's just that the automated search results are... Start there's the convenience of it. But if you know what you're looking for, just make, right. make it a habit to write it, you know, history it and bookmark it and all that stuff. Now, are you going to be able to storm... If you have 1.4 million... Say you, ha- you manage... Let's get past all the other bullshit. Let's say you have 1.4 million people at the border of the... Area 51 area, which includes two mountain ranges that it sits in between. You got 1.4 million civilian militia there. Can you get in? It's possible. But uh, how are you going to get in? Are you going to get in through the mountains? Okay. How are you going to get down the mountain? Number two, there's gates. There's surveillance. There's tanks. There's helicopters. There's, um, they can call in an air, they can call in airstrikes. And they already said, the Air Force said, yes, we are aware of it. This is a live training facility. We will, de- we will defend it. It is a, we will Well, defend- they, they have another new technology. You know, it, it sends out some kind of beam of energy that doesn't actually, you know, seriously hurt you. But it feels like somebody put a hot iron up, up onto your skin. So you're like, oh, God, so it's like so a, terrible. Like a, almost like a laser or infrared deterrent. Yeah, I mean it's it's nature. so bad, and and it can reach like a huge group of people. It's yeah. they can they can beam it out, and it's okay. So they have a they this guy Jackson Barnes, uh, he posted on July fifth at midnight, you know, because he's a light sleeper. Uh, this is what he wrote. Okay, guys, I feel like we need to formulate a game plan. I put together this easy to follow diagram for a proposed plan. Oh jeez. The basic idea is that Kyle's formed. That the uh, Kyle's, the Kyle's is a joke for dudes who drive, who dry, uh, drink a lot of Monster Energy drinks. Uh, if we feed them enough psilocybin and Monster Energies and say that anyone in camouflage is their step and dad, the entire maze is made of drywall. They will go berserk and become an imperable wall. It's kind of an inside joke. The rock thrower. Okay, so they have basically the Kyle's. They refer to them as their pawns. Basically, they're frontline soldiers. They're idiots. And then you're gonna have rock throwers. At, oh my god, this just looks fucking terrible. Um, okay. So they're just, they're creating a bait there. I'm going to skip through all this. Are they going to, instead of having horses, they're going to nail coconuts together like, uh, Monty, yeah, like Python. Monty Python. <laughs> okay. So he says, uh, run away, kill a rabbit. He does say in the thing, which kind of is probably the reason this is actually still on. Maybe yeah. PS. Hello, us government. This is a joke. And I do not actually intend to go ahead with this plan. I just thought it would be funny and get me some thumbsy uppies on the internet. PPS. Follow your boy on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> See the thing. Did this is, guy uh, already have some kind of following, or did this stupid oh God, thing just well, go viral? Point, uh, no, he has others. He has others like storm the White House and storm the Federal Reserve and things like that. The thing is, though, is you, if you have 1.4 million people, do the percentages. How many are you know? A percentage of them is actually they're actually going to show up. Right. I mean, you've got people going to the border wall and taking fucking selfies. So you know somebody's gonna head to Area Fifty One. Yeah, like AOC. Now, number, <laughs> she went up all, to the chain link you fence. Even, you don't. Yeah, but see the thing is, you can. <laughs> Wasn't go, anybody there? <laughs> you can go to the the wall. Right. You can actually go to the wall. Oh yeah, of and course. you can take a selfie. You yeah. can't go to Area Fifty One's gate. Do that gate. in Germany back in the day too. Right, but you can't go to Area Fifty One's gate and do right. that. The they'll show up, pointing guns at you. You really oh, cannot long act. before you even get there. Right. The, oh yeah, they have a perimeter that's pretty big. Yeah, and because the was there was this mountain range right over here. I forget the name of the mountain range. I apologize. But there's an actual mountain range right up top on the right hand side of Area 51 where people were driving up and to, able to look into the base. Right. The the government I believe has since purchased that property. Yep. And basically now you can't go up there either. And Bobby said, well, what about drones? What are your chances of being able to fly a drone into, into Air Force One? I said, well, number one, it depends on the drone. Number two, it depends on how uh, – yeah, number one, it depends on the drone. So speed, uh, range. Well, they do. People fly into Area 51 to work. They fly in from Vegas Airport. Right. But that's different. That's I'm talking no, about. No, but I'm saying life. so. In other words, that's in, in, plus you got te- this. This got to be some controlled airspace there. It oh no, it's 100. percent It's so, 100 so, controlled airspace. So so if, if you I put up to, a drone and you started going, do do do, they'd knock that shit down. Well, it, you wouldn't even have to worry about that because if you're flying like my bird, Pelican Two is a DJI Phantom Three. Yeah. It knows controlled airspace. It's controlled by GPS. Even when oh, it's in okay. sport mode, GPS is still activated. So if you fly into control, say, let's say I fly towards Manchester Airport. 
when it gets within, I think it's about one mile of Manchester Airport, it hits a red line. It stops and turns the bird around and sends it back automatically. Now, there are other apps and other ways to kind of circumvent this, but the fact matters if you're using the standard app, it will deny you. Hell, if you are within the one mile and you go to take off, it will not allow you to take off either. Uh, so you have okay. those two. So there are preventative measures from allowing you to fly it. So you, you couldn't just park on the side of perimeter road and start sending it up. It's not even going to go. In theory, it's prob. I don't think you can because you if because it's if it's listed as a if it's listed as a, a certain class airspace. Right. If you're within a certain, I'm pretty sure. I'm assuming. I could look it up. You're right underneath the flight direct flight path. I was going to check. You can go to AirMap. If you go to AirMap, it's an app for your drone. And this is for anybody thinking of flying their drones into any airspace at whatsoever, especially military, or any restricted. Restricted on the air map shows in red, whereas a commercial, like a, 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 a airplane airspace, shows up in a circular formation. So it tell, and then the advisory underneath tells you what class airport it is, and you already know about classes on the airports. Is that coffee any good? Because you haven't even mentioned it. Uh, I don't it's- remember what it is. I wanted oh, to get right to this. Oh, I know it's, not you're busy. it's not Bustello then. Uh, no, this is uh, this is actually other blends that I had, but it's actually cold brew. I've been working. I've been working on my cold brew. Oh, okay. I should probably tell you to do cold brew. It's actually not bad. Yeah. But it may be too strong. I've done it sometimes. Well, I haven't it's, done cold brew. I just done iced coffee. Right. It's it's, not the it's same basically thing. iced coffee on you know on Anavar. Um. Well, I could I could do it with my Valentis. Just mix it with cold water, right? Yeah. Not but you gotta let same. it sit for twelve to sixteen hours. Oh, so it's like that's uh, what cold brew is. So it's like iced it tea. Brew, it cold brews. You take it, you put the, the 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 beans or the the grinds in the fridge, and then insert, and then they you sit them sit in water. Yeah, so, so it's, when a, it's the, like sun instead tea. Instead of the coffee bleeding through hot water, right. It bleeds into cold water, but it takes a lot. It takes longer, but you're gonna get a stronger blend over time. Over, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Now, is it good? Yeah, it's definitely a more intense flavor. Hmm. And, but man, it'll fucking crank up your gears. It'll kickstart your heart. Um, <laughs> now, so basically, if I was to fly my bird or any DJI or any unique drone towards the airport, it'll turn around and send it back. And now that's it'll show in circle Logan Airport. It shows like a green circle. It shows an advisory underneath it. If you were to fly to a restricted airspace, it's a flat square line. And I've never attempted to fly over restricted airspace like that. Like that. I've flown right. over restricted airspace. I'll be honest. You know, I, my, my YouTube shit's out there. But. Well, you weren't far from it on the Amazon probably in Concord. Yes. But then again, that was years ago. I've, my, I've tilted towards the legal. Because, you know, that's, that's <laughs> fine. You know, it's fine. You know. Yeah. Um, it's like you know, guy. It's like guys in Corvettes doing 130 miles an hour on the highway on YouTube. You can see it. It's fine. It's yeah. what you do now that matters the most. True. So yeah, your drone. Let's say it's you, like that video where they they just showed it was like on CNN. They showed Trump and Epstein talking to each other, and he was like, and they were like, "Oh, watch right here is where Trump says she's hot." And he goes, "She's hot," and he's like pointing to some woman. He he was like single at the time, 1992. It's like, who cares? Who cares? How, how many guys don't have said, oh, look, she's hot? Well, that's just past. Come spectrum. on. That's crazy. Hey, let's, stay, let's, uh, let's stay on point here. We don't want to lose our viewers. All right. I don't generally talk <laughs> politics on this podcast. If I have Johnny Turcotte on, I'll chat with politics with, or culture with him. Culture. But, uh, you know. So getting into Area 51 with drones. Let's say you send a map. Let's say 1,000 people show up. They send 1,000 drones in. Now, drones are small. Right. They travel between anywhere between 30 and 55 miles per hour. There's FPV drones, which travel at an excess of 70 miles per hour. Now, even if you get them in, what are you going to find? You're heading for Area 51. So let's say you even get them beyond the perimeter. What are you going to, what are you going to get out of it as far as it's an airbase? You're going to see a military airbase like you will any other situation. You're going to see soldiers. You're going to see complexes. And you're going to see jets, buildings. You're right. going to see exactly what you would see. On Google Maps. Yeah. Okay. But you're not going to find anything. Any, it's There's no point to it for this. And I'm talking not to the 1,400,000 that are joking saying they're going. I'm talking to that 1% right. that are really 
you know, they're fucking pirates and they're getting after it. There's a few thousand people that said the Burning Man wasn't crazy enough. We're going to freaking yeah, go in so for the aliens, man. You really, it's a suicide mission, 100%. Oh, yeah. Um, it, 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 it's fast, it, but the fascination behind Area 51 and all its secrets and everything that's out there, because you know, when, when you want an answer from, when you're curious about an answer, but you can't find it, and then you go to talk to somebody and they won't talk to you about it, right? And it, you get more frustrated, you get more curious, you want more answers, you do more digging. Area 51 has always been that secret, and people always talk about it, and the conspiracy theorists are all about it. Well, some of them are. The Flat Earthers, not so much. But it's always been that mystery behind it, and they didn't admit it up until about 15, 20 years ago that it actually is a – there is a facility there. 2013, it, I think. Right, and it is active. Some, something – it was and pretty, and pretty recent. Now it's like, yeah, it's there. Okay, what's next? Well, that's it. It's a facility that now is an active training facility that houses secret military projects as far as advancing the technology that we already have. You're fine. No worries. Um so that's oh. the one thing to consider. Yeah, try to stay awake over there. Make sure that microphone's in front of your face. Yeah, you gave me the, the caffeine-free coffee over here. Yeah, I did you a favor. <laughs> um, so, but the fascination's always there. It's, I do want to know. The question is, can the rest of the population handle the reality of if there is something there? And if so, what is it? Now, is it, are there aliens there in this, S, in this area, S12 or S4? Are there vehicles there from another dimension or another planet or whatever? Right. Why haven't been Why haven't we been introduced to it? Can the population handle that type of honesty? Would it break down the nihilistic or religious structures that we have in place? This is I don't I don't know. I don't know. That's the questions I would love to sit down and chat with somebody about. Is is that reality in general? The whole uh, building blocks of what would happen to our civilization once this has been conceded to the public that this is an actual thing that exists? Would it make people turn away from religion? Is that would it? Was, is that could, well, part not of the, only part that, of the concern? You think that is one of many? You know, my grandmother. Because remember, it's it, it would be. Don't you think it would be pretty disappointing? I mentioned this. I may have mentioned this a couple weeks ago or a week ago. That wouldn't it suck to know that? Not only is there uh, there is no higher power, right. there are no aliens, and we actually can't. Not only are there other planets out there that we could inhabit, just but we actually don't have the technology, and we physically, we with uh, the actual algorithmic structure, scientifically, we couldn't leave. Right. There's nothing out there. There's no higher power. There are no aliens, and we can't leave. We're stuck here. Doesn't that make you feel even more? infinitesimal yeah except voltaire said that if there wasn't a god there'd certainly be a need to create one well and he Volta, also, that's a good it's a solid point but he also said god is a comedian performing before an audience who is afraid to laugh well bill cosby said the same thing about god having a sense of humor proves more well. true today than any other day <laughs> but that was another thing it's like there has to be some there has to be something infinitely speaking there has to be some type of other thing right. out there it's got to be because this the it's it's a it's a question of it's a question of mathematics it can't just well pass. our our sun is a star and there's billions of other stars yeah and Earth is a planet, and we know of a few and, that are just in the solar system, but there's how many and, planets? And how many so times? And what how are many the times? odds that this is the only place in this massive, you know, universe that we know of? We don't even know of much, I don't think. I think no, we, we, the best thing we know is that we know nothing. No, I think. I, w I wish to fuck. I said Latin last Could be week. another universe within this room right now that we don't even have. There any is. Way. That reminds me. I need to vacuum later. <laughs> um, there has to be, and you know what? If 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 I had the chance to go to Mars or go to another planet, be a good cartoon. Yeah. I would go. Sign me up. I'll take the podcast with me and my in my YouTube camera. You'd go to Mars. Yep, heartbeat. I'd go to Mars. I'd go to uh, the moons of Jupiter. I would absolutely do it. Yeah, in a second. What the fuck else? What am I just going to oh, say Europa, here? Oh, Europa, Europa. That's, I, I'd go to Europa. Um, I, bet you this, I bet you there's alien life on Europa. Have you... Um, they were talking about... Or I went out of my way to look up because I was... Uh, 
I caught up bits and pieces of the original Star Trek movie. You know, the, the, the original motion picture? Right. With V'ger and all that shit. That was a good one, by the way. That one is trippy. For anybody who wants to watch a trippy sci-fi film, watch Star Trek, the original motion picture. That one is shroomed out. Uh, and I, the, it talks about Voyager 6. I don't know if there was a Voyager 6, but I do know it was a Voyager 1 and 2. Right. And these are the these two satellites were designed to collect information. They went on two separate paths and then originally basically met in the middle. They were designed to go beyond our solar system yep. and collect data and images of other planets as they went by. All of them, all the way till Pluto, I guess. And they capture beautiful images. They have cameras on. They they have data. They have they still have power. They're supposed to be going until about twenty twenty five, and then we're going to start shutting certain things on them off until they completely go dark. And they've got this really cool disc on them, like a gold-plated disc oh, yeah, yeah. of like sounds and other things that are on them. So if anybody gets it, you know, they could rock Johnny Be Good. So they have all this information. And it's, it's on a gold-plated disc that apparently somebody said it will last for millions, millions of billions of years. Right. This element, because it is gold. Right. The question is, what else is it going to... It's gone beyond our solar system. It is now in... In a belt beyond our solar system, heading for this something or whatever. Um, the question is, how far can it go? What is it going to record? What more? What data? It's still sending data back. There right. are guys out there. It's sending these tiny little bytes of data, and guys have to, un, you know, like a zip file, extract it, open it, read it, process it, and whatever image or data it is. Right. It's it's crazy how far you know it's kind of interesting. Been traveling for like fifty, sixty years. You know that that thing is designed with whatever technology that they had at the time. What was it, nineteen seventies yeah, or something? Yeah, that's basically. It's it's yeah. It, it ran on the same. It's it ran on the same power, more power, like two two nineteen fifties vacuum cleaners. Yeah, but w- think about this for a second. Imagine that it didn't. It wasn't affected by Y two K. I don't think it was. No, I, I guess not. May, well, I, when you think about it, what I mean, was Y two K was basically a lot of these computers, like these Windows machines, would their BIOS was set up that when the clock struck zero on New Year's Eve, it would go back. It, right. it didn't. It didn't have an internal clock that would go beyond the year two thousand. Right. That was one of the things I saw. And yes, it did create a lot of issues, but you just create something to go beyond it. You can create something to go beyond it because they designed this thing to go beyond the year two thousand. Right, but they didn't know about the Y2K being an issue at the time. Well, no, they wanted this thing to be... This thing was launched in the 1970s. So obviously they wanted it to go beyond the year 2000. So they would set the internal clock, if an internal clock is needed, to go beyond that time period. I mean, come on. You would think. It's NASA. They don't fuck up that much. I mean, we've only lost a couple space shuttles. So, I mean, you know, potato, potato. So, I mean... I, well, now they're saying they don't have the money to go back to the moon. Oh bullshit! They have it. So where's the they Mars fucking come have? Back? They're just they're spending it on other stuff. Of course, and, they're, they. and they've already gotten allocated more money due to the fact that space force is actually becoming a thing. The fact that uh, the the administration has actually just given them another. They've gotten France another, is going with space force now. Everybody's going. India's going. Everybody's going. Yeah. Um, and plus, you have SpaceX and you have Virgin Atlantic. Right. They're creating. They have commercial flights that are going outside. Elon Musk wants to go to the uh, wants to go to Mars, so it makes sense for NASA to want to be involved as well. We're and we're also we also have other data we that we need to uh, take in as well. The fact that the magnetic poles shift and may be continuing to shift and may shift more abruptly in the future, so we have to put up satellites as well for that situation to figure out what the fuck is going on with our with our with our north and south pole. Yeah, the north pole is moving. Flip. It's been moving. Right. And if it's going to happen again. And all of a sudden we have all these earthquakes now. Right. So, and also the fact that we have so much space debris up there. Oh, yeah. So you can't just send something up there. A fucking, uh, a five millimeter bolt, a five millimeter bolt will just go right through your satellite. Will go right through your space shuttle. Because right. it's traveling at over 20,000 miles per hour. So we got to figure out how to fix that problem too. The question is how do we afford it? And then we have the asteroids to deal with. So given all of that, how we sp- how much money are we going to have left over to allocate for search for extraterrestrial life or to get us off this planet? Which I think is what Eric Weinstein said it on a, a podcast from a few weeks ago with Joe Rogan, and I agree with him. I think we need to get off this planet. 
A certain oh, yeah. majority of us. And all the movies I've seen from when I was a kid, you know, uh, was it? I named a few, like Close Encounters of the Third Kind, uh, War of the Worlds, you know, good ones and scary ones. The Day right. the Earth Stood Still. Uh, what path do we take when we get out there? Can we get back safely? How long would it take for us to get out there? Are they? Are we going to meet them before they meet us? And if so, what do we say to them? Well, we, don't even, what, we don't even speak the same language as some people in other states, in what, other countries. And what's the average alien like? Say, I say alien, I mean Martian, whatever you want to call it. But what, what's the average one like? Because if you think about it, well, they claim that they, they let's don't. let's say that you went to the moon and you were coming from you know Andromeda. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, it looks like there's something going on in the moon there. I'm going to stop there. And you see, like, Buzz Aldrin or whoever the, whoever their, you know, contemporaries are. And those are, like, among the really smart people mm-hmm. from the planet. You know what I mean? We don't know which ones we're meeting. Right. You're, we're not meeting people that are on the... Send in Todd. Yeah. <laughs> send, in Todd. send Todd in. <laughs> Fuck Todd. It's like Spaceballs. He's... <laughs> <laughs> He's got the gimpy green. When is eye. this happening? Right now, like just Matt, just pissed it. You're in now, 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 now. It's right now. Who? <laughs> so, uh, technically, I was gonna say that counts, but no, that's actually a sci-fi movie. It doesn't count as an alien movie. I actually didn't include Star Wars in that list. I went through. I actually grabbed a couple. I went through a couple of sci-fi movies that I remember, or I would recommend if you're if you want to know top to bottom. If you were yeah. to give an alien. Just like say the aliens show up and be like, "No, you've seen any good movies?" I got ten that they should see, and I'll just throw them right at you: Annihilation, Edge of Tomorrow, Avatar, District Nine, Aliens, which is the second one, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, The Thing, The Thing is The Thing, thing. yeah, oh yeah, Super Eight, The Abyss, and Star Trek, the first one, and War of the Worlds, both versions. The original and the new one. Well, what about Mars Attacks? No, because it's not—it's not that good. <laughs> but it's got Jack Nicholson in it. So what? So did so did Wolf okay. with Jack Nicholson. That movie was terrible. Oh, that was bad. And so did About Schmidt. But these are like, in my opinion, yeah. Why did he do that? Was, you know. I don't know. He's Jack Nicholson. He does whatever the hell he wants. These are like, in my opinion, the top ten um, extraterrestrial movies overall. Because Annihilation, if you and you I, didn't mention E.T. E. No, because I don't think E.T.'s that. I don't think E.T. counts. No, because E.T. was like Todd. They sent Todd. He wasn't like one of the smart ones, Tag. I don't think. Yeah, he was. He was smart he enough was, to figure uh, out how to make a turntable, make a, you know. He wasn't. He right. was like, a, he he MacGyvered a he phone out of like a turntable. He wasn't the the the, the sharpest pin in the bowling say, alley. Speaking spell or whatever yeah. that it was. I, my name is E.T. <laughs> I graduated last in my class. Mm, sad. <laughs> <laughs> and he had that red finger because he was picking his fucking nose. Um, Annihilation, I highly recommend because the ending will freak you the fuck out. It is one of the most vivid endings for an extraterrestrial movie I've ever seen. Annihilation, right. highly recommended. Uh, it jumps pretty quickly into it. It's It's got very bizarre. Oscar Isaac is also in it. He's really good. It's with Natalie Portman. It's a very good quality movie. It's intense. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow is also known as Live, Die, Repeat. Tom Cruise movie, yep, Emily yep. Blunt. Strong action, Normandy-like war presence. Uh, it is about a war with the aliens. They get amb- It's an ambush. It's a lot of time travel involved. That's a fantastic movie. One of Tom Cruise's best, in my opinion. Yep. Um, Avatar is kind of a no-brainer because Avatar gives in- it's an- such an in-depth look, a vivid look at a whole world with a colony. I know it's kind of pocahontas but who gives a shit? That's just well. Old, it's also matrixy, you know, in a way. Yeah, well, because of the avatar, right? The simulation of it, right? But right. the fact is, is it is an amazing achievement that movie was. Oh, he yeah. was working on that back in 1996 when he dropped Titanic on us. Yep. So, but when he sent, by the time the boat sank, he already had the screenplay written for that. He just didn't have the technology. James Cameron, I'm referring to, he didn't have the technology to actually bring Avatar to life. Wow. So incredible. Avatar. And they and they use a lot of CGI on Titanic. Mm-hmm. Like when you see a hundred people boat. walking around on yeah. the boat, there's probably like two or three. The rest of them are all computer animated. Yeah, they they, they do that for movies where they're like stadiums are involved or arena fighting yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. So Avatar, I I think you and I would agree absolutely. Like I think there's like top ten movies on here. 
then yeah. I would at no particular order, of course. Right. Um, so if you were to catch, if I was to give you ten movies and you were an alien, alien, uh, you know, alien monotone, be like, yo, <laughs> here's ten. Go right. grab them on VHS and check this shit out. Um, District Nine is like if the trashy aliens yeah. fucking showed yeah, up. I saw that. that one is intense. That's with Charteau Copley, uh, direct written and directed by Neil Blomkamp. Takes place in Johannesburg, uh, Johannesburg, South Africa, and the aliens show up and. We put them in a spot, and they turn in the place. They actually it turns into an aliens mobile home trailer park, and it's a fucking mess. This is an, a definitely a graphic movie. It's really cool though. It's something. It starts in documentary style right. and starts to turn more towards an actual action movie. Huh. Really, really cool. Aliens. The the first one. I also recommend these movies on actually how they've aged. Right. Like sometimes movies like Animal House was funny. It's kind of aged somewhat. It's passe. Yeah. Yeah. Aliens. Like the first one, Alien, has aged a lot. Yeah. It really has. It start, it's starting to white wine. Aliens with Michael Bean and the whole in the Marines. Oh, yeah. That yeah. movie is as legit today and gripping and intense and powerful yeah. and just overall as when fucking awesome as the day it was made. Right. Um, that reminds me of another movie that I forgot to mention in here, and I got to put it on here. It's a must. So I apologize if I don't say it. But Aliens is the mo- if you could put it number one, I no problem with it. Aliens was one of those movies that was just so damn good. And you know what? It took the, in my opinion, it took the female, the role of the female lead, and properly did it right. Yeah. It didn't SJW in your faces. No. Ripley was legit. She was a weakling in the first one, and she became strong. And under pressure, her alpha instincts took over scientifically, and she became the strongest person in the movie. Right. And she's great, and we love uh, her character. We've always loved Ripley's character because she's bo- she was humble in the beginning yep. and became strong in the end. She's awesome. Close Encounters of the Third Kind because it's a freaking classic. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a freaking classic. It's yeah. got a great. It's got great moments in it. Yep. Uh, absolutely. The thing, horrifying. Fucking horrifying. The dogs, the when they go to uh, do the clear, and they put the paddles on the dude's chest, and his chest opens up, and then oh, bites yeah, the dude's yeah. arms off. Yeah. F- yeah, and the Quaker Oats guy's in it. I mean, that That's the crazy. thing is one of those movies, you don't want to check it out at like 2 a.m. in the morning when you got to take a pee, and then you got to go check out HBO because you can't get back to sleep. Right. That's a movie like you don't want. Like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yes. Uh, yeah. Super 8 is a little more modern. Super 8 was... Uh, is, is that a hotel, right? Uh, I've stayed at a Super 8. It was actually quite nice. No, but that's in the movie? Was no, it? Super 8 is actually a type of film they used back in the day. Oh, they filmed it like 8mm. Yeah, yeah, Super 8 was developed by Bad Ro- uh, Bad Robot, J.J. Abrams. Very good movie about... It's like E.T. if E.T. Uh, had rabies. Right. Very good movie. Actually, a very, very good movie. You, the characters you actually fall in love with. You do love the characters. Uh, the Abyss, when they find the alien colony below. In the water. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's the one where his Ed wedding Harris ring. Ed Harris is in it. Yes, yeah. Ed Harris is in it. Yeah, his that wedding movie, ring They saved hate him. James Cameron to this yeah. deed. They will not talk about The Abyss. They will not talk about it. Apparently, there was a, that was a very high-stress uh, set. No kidding. But yeah. a magical movie for sure. Uh, Star Trek, the original motion picture, because it's trippy, you have to check it out because it does talk about ultimate Earth elimination. It is it's just a crazy concept, and it really does kind of put you out there like you are in you, – like you are – it makes you realize how small you are, right. this movie does, the original motion picture. War of the Worlds because they're oh, coming. Great. That was they're another here, good Tom and there's movie. nothing you can do. Yeah. You are fucked. You realize that how great their technology is. And they're just they're gonna bring you down to your knees, but then at the very end, yep. you realize that the one thing that they can't defeat. And that's adaptation. The fact right. that we've been here longer and we can actually take what the ground is giving out. And they die literally just from breathing our air. Right. The one I forgot, and I am ashamed, I was thinking about it all day. Okay. Predator. I remember that one, yeah. We mean remember this this is a movie you should watch by man. It should be a federal mandate. Instead of paying health insurance, you should be federally mandated as a male to watch Predator ten times a year. Or no, it's a holiday movie. Higher right. on the higher higher on the list than fucking Die Hard. 
for holiday movies is Predator. Predator. That uh, Predator. If you don't know, 1987, Carl Weathers, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, who's the guy who lives in Mexico now? I ain't got time to bleed. Um, what the hell was his name? Bill Duke is also in it. The director is actually also in the uh, is in it as well. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I yeah. can't think of his name. Uh, Jesse the Body Ventura. Yep. That movie is about an alien who's actually these are they're sport hunters, they're trophy hunters, and they travel to. They travel to random parts of the world. They come here and they hunt humans for sport. And a, and a battalion of super of special special force soldiers basically are dropped into the middle of a ray uh, of a in the middle of the forest to go and pick up some CIA operatives that they didn't know about. And in the middle of doing that, they're being tracked by a fucking alien sport trophy hunter, and he starts taking them out by one by one. And it is and you can barely see him. Right, you like, barely see him because he's camouflaged. Right, he has a whole suit that he wears and a mat and an awesome, like, awesome mask, and he can shoot laser beams. And yeah, no bullets, just cut. He'll blow. He'll blow a hole right through you. Wow, amazing movie. The reason this movie is so damn good is because of the machismo of the movie. Oh yeah, it is so fucking alpha. Right, it's so alpha. You oh just yeah, want to jerk off totally. in front of the cheesy. <laughs> oh, it's fucking yeah. Like remember the scream where he goes. He, so there's a scene in the movie where uh, the trophy hunter, the alien, the predator, he gets shot by Arnold, and he basically pulls out an alien first aid kit, and then he clamps it, and then screams. He goes, Rah! and you hear it through the forest. <laughs> so Arnold builds this giant fucking bonfire in the middle of the woods, grabs like a like a fire stick, holds it up, and goes, Rah! and basically challenging the predator to a fight and that's where the epic moment comes you're one ugly motherfucker oh, and they yeah. get into this giant that's fight right. it's just the coolest shit ever yeah so uh predator i think that how many movies is that that's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven so that's like a top 12 i think of alien movies overall yep, i got one more it better be good it was based on a true story Fire in the sky. I was just about to say that. That's hmm. the one where they, they're like drilling um, down into his eyeball. What the heck's that guy's it's name? Like, like Bartleby Savvy or some shit like that. Like the out. lead character. I remember that movie. I dude, that scared the shit out of me. Oh yeah. That last te- back in the day. I don't know if it would so much now. They'll do the last ten minutes of that movie, and it literally says like when you buy the VHS tape, the last fifteen minutes will frighten the fuck out of you. Oh yeah. And it's cool because they're like. Fire in the sky is is about it's like took place in like 1994. Three friends in a fire truck, probably smoking pot and drinking fucking beer. They travel out into the woods. One guy walks out past the truck, and then a bright light shines down, grabs him, and takes him away. Yep. It just disappears, and his friends report him missing. And then he comes back. He just shows up randomly, and then throughout the movie, he's dealing with the PTSD of being kidnapped by aliens. It is the essential uh, abduction movie. Oh yeah, uh, alien abduction movie. And then at the end of the at the end of the vi- at the end of the movie, I'm yeah I'm spoiling it because it's been out for about 35 million years. Right, it's older than the fucking dinosaurs. It <laughs> basically he starts having an episode, and then this maple syrup falls off the table and starts landing on his face, and then he starts to have a seizure and he passes out, and then he wakes up in this dream sequence. It's him having a flashback, uh, po- supposedly, allegedly, on the spacecraft, and he's in this comb. Of abducted people, these, oh, yeah. these cells, and he starts, and because there's no, um, I think there's no gravity, he can actually he climbs his way up to the top and goes into a a room where there's these suits, these space suits, and he look, and they're none of them are moving, and he goes up to one and he looks at it right in its face, and then the camera transitions to behind him, and behind him, one of the space suits is moving towards him. And he hits the spacesuit, and I think the this the helmet of the spacesuit falls off, and there's an alien with it, and he starts to run down this little tiny. I mean, we're talking GoPros with no sh- with no shake reserve on it. You're like, it's like a fuck. He's just running his ass. It's like the Blair Witch Project. Chasing him, chasing him from behind, and they get a hold of him, and they strap him to the freaking the gurney, and they start fucking with him and strapping these things on and squirting this 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 brie cake fluid on in his eye and yep. then the, the and then the, the needle comes down and he does the scream and wakes up. Yep. 
horrifying. It, it, literally, it says on the VHS edge of your seat. Riveting. Oh, yeah. Now, that reminds me of another one. A notable mention, if you like alien abduction movies, there's another one that came out, which I think is solid. It's called Dark Skies. It takes place. It, uh, it talks about the little green men as well. Dark Skies is about a family, and they target the aliens. Once they target a, re- a, pers- a resident in the home, it's only a matter of time before they take him. And, it, you know, pigeons start dying, random shit starts happening, and then the next thing you know, they're in the home. They're in the home, and you, there's certain scenes where they're going, and it turns out they're going after one of the kids. Oh, wow. They're going after one of the kids, and you see, you know, they know at this point, like, oh, shit, I almost forgot about signs. Same thing. They're in the house, and they know the aliens are in the house. Right. And there's certain scenes where they pan a certain way, and you certainly, you see the alien's hand and shit like that. And right. eventually, they get them. Signs is another one I completely forgot. I'm glad I'm on the caffeine. I'm kicking it well today. So, so the more, signs is more arguably you start thinking about it, there's, signs there's could, a bunch of them. Signs could easily kick out two or three of these movies as one of the best alien movies of all time. It was a great movie. Uh, M Night Shyamalan, in my opinion, probably his arguably his best work versus versus he, he did signs. M Night Shyamalan did signs. Yes. Oh okay. This is before he did a lot the, of like shitty the movies. Village. And, right. This yeah. is way before that. He yeah. The, signs. Mel Gibson. Joaquin Phoenix. And a couple kids. One of his best movies ever. One of Mel Gibson's best movies ever. Because the payoff is yeah. so fucking good. Right. It's so good. And it's so... Te- it's so... The moments come. You get paid off time and time again. Then right at the end when you think, like, oh, they've gone away. You're disappointed. You don't get to see the aliens. He moves that TV set to bring it over to the other room. And he plants it down. And in the reflection of the TV set is the being. Holding his kid. Oh. And yeah. it's the same... Oh. You gotta check out yeah. Signs. Signs yeah, is yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. best. I it came out in two thousand. I saw it in the theaters. I remember. I was that. in the front row, yep. like Cloverfield front row, when the scene with the uh, when he when he when one of them's trapped in the in the lobby or right. one of them's trapped in the pantry, yep. and then he reaches his hand underneath the, the the alien does, and the alien's hand comes out. Like you don't realize it's an alien's hand until it's right in main screen, and Mel Gibson's freaking out. Uh, high. I mean, this is a good first date movie too. Yeah. This is yeah. This is like hold me, you know, penis <laughs> in the popcorn type fucking movie. This is legit. <laughs> so I highly recommend Signs two thousand three. Yeah, that'd be pretty legit. Uh, we're coming up on forty seven minutes and counting. So those are some uh, those are some some situations. If you want to check out to, uh, to Area fifty one, you want to check out uh, some of these movies I recommend. You can email me directly at positive sarcasm at outlook dot com. Just make a movie Area fifty one. Did they make a movie? Oh, you know what? What the fuck, dude? This is pissing me off. I'm definitely off my game because I just missed another huge movie. Independence Day. Independence Independence Day. Absolutely. That was the shit. Yeah. I don't need to say anything more. If you love action movies and crazy shit, this is the movie that made... Well, Bad Boys put him on the map. Independence Day made Will Smith a rock star. Right. And Jeff Goldblum was was already... It was much more realistic... I guess then. I don't men, know. Men in Black. It was better than Men in Black. Yeah, Men in men, Black doesn't take make this list. I've no, already, I just no. popped off about fifteen movies. Right no, because Men in Black was just so silly. You know, Men in Black was silly. It came after it came after The Rock and it came after Independence Day. So it, it and it wasn't that good. It really wasn't. That, it well, was stylistic and it. goofy, but it wasn't. It wasn't that. Right. But Independence Day was. You were tr- you were tr- like trembling from the be- from the beginning credits. Oh yeah, because yeah. The because the trailers showed some massive destruction that we've never seen on screen before. Right. But I think I would I have to stop it right there at Independence Day. I can't think of you know as far as alien abduction movies, Dark Skies and Fire in the Sky. I'll have then, to check out Dark Skies because I've seen Fire in the Sky a couple times. But yes, uh, absolutely. All right, are we are roll? coming up on forty-eight. We're probably going to close up shop today. Do a solid fifty minutes. So, if, all right, I'll yes. hang up two minutes. So yeah, we can definitely close up on that because I think right. fifty minutes is pretty decent. We don't have to milk it for any more than it's worth. No. I already, I already did. We already listed do, off the movie. Do, do we have any uh, commenters? No, no, no commenters today. Oh, okay. uh, no need. Fuck it. But if you do <laughs> want to, uh, if you want to be a guest in the podcast, you can email me directly. Positive sarcasm at outlook dot com. You can hit me up on Facebook, Twitter. Actually, I may have an announcement regarding Twitter pretty soon. I think I'm on the edge of it. And I don't want to go too far into it because then it's political and cultural and stuff like that. You know, 
There's some things in life I just don't need to deal with. Right. You know, the heat is tough enough, especially in the studio during the summer. It's killing me. I don't need to be dealing with that bullshit. But you can find me on most other social media. You can definitely find me on Instagram too. But you can go to my website, positivesarcasm.com. You subscribe to my YouTube channel, Positive Sarcasm. Uh, I'm also working on an, I'm, I've now just been entered into the next Polk and Film Scramble. So I got to come up with the plot for a you know, movie. Twitter to social media is kind of like Levittown to, or Patchogue. It's, it, you know, there's certain places that you're better off just stay on the LIE and go past them. Well, I already deleted the app. I deleted the right. app like months ago. My next step is actually just getting rid of Twitter altogether. Because it's, it, remember, I got to focus on what's actually going to help me build a business and build a project and a lifestyle that only helps me and benefits me and makes me a, a more happier, more meaningful person or whatever the fuck you want to, whatever words you want or noises you want to make with your face. Right. I don't think Twitter's doing it. So it may be bye-bye for Twitter. But you can find me on other social media. You can email me directly at positivesarcasm.com. If you want to support this podcast and this entire thing that I'm working on, uh, you can go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. I don't do Bitcoin, but maybe I should. Uh, but if you have any other questions or comments in general, you can Q&A me anytime you want. You can slide into those DMs. Just don't show me your dick. Um, and if don't go to Area 51, please. I beg of you. John, you agree with me? Oh, yeah. Don't, don't go to You're Area stupid. 51. stupid. Do not ever consider... Uh, approaching any type of mm, military or federal facility unless you have an actual pass. Right. You will be shot. Oh, yeah. Okay? Uh, unless, anything else, let's see, 1.4, is this legal? Can't, drones? Nope, they, well, that won't work. Police, bobbers, yeah, we pretty much covered it. Don't go to Area 51, you fucks. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, John, for stopping by. Peace I will out. talk to you all next week. This has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation. support this podcast go to positive sarcasm.com slash donate any amount is appreciated once again positive sarcasm.com slash donate